I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. They have to understand I chose to, to stay in my country because I'm French. And, and the Bernabeu blinks it back! I haven't, I haven't got a problem with soccer, to be fair. Football. Oh, what a start! What I can guarantee to you is that they want to keep everything secret. Here we go, baby! Fabrizio, how are you doing? I'm great, thank you. Everything is great and uh, ready for this Champions League week. It's going to be an exciting one, an important one for many clubs. And so, ready to go. Well, thanks to everybody out there for joining us. If you have a question for Fabrizio, please drop it in the, the comment section. We'll try to get the best questions out to him as possible, mainly in the second part of the show. But first and foremost, we got to talk about Cristiano Ronaldo. As you mentioned, you posted your tweet out there. Here we go, guys. Everybody wants to know about Cristiano Ronaldo. Obviously, his future in doubt at Manchester United. I mean, first and foremost, I want to know, what did you think about Cristiano walking down the tunnel? What's your personal opinion on that? Uh, honestly, I was shocked because this is not Cristiano Ronaldo's kind of behavior. I was not expecting something like that by Cristiano. And I think uh, his post on Instagram on the following day was also meaning that he's not in Cristiano Ronaldo style. So uh, it was a, a way to say sorry, I think, to the fans, to the, to the team and also to the manager. So this is why I expect Cristiano to be back soon with the first team. Uh, as Eric Hag mentioned during the weekend, I don't see him staying uh, out of the first squad for a long time. But at the same point, it was it was a shocking image because you're winning. It was a great night for Manchester United. Probably the best performance of Manchester United in this beginning of the season. It was an incredible game, a great atmosphere at Old Trafford. And then uh, you create a problem to the team, to the club, to, to the fans. And so this was not in Cristiano style, honestly. Yeah, I agree with you. You create a story that just simply doesn't need to be there. Now, of course, there, there's all sorts of rumors about Cristiano Ronaldo before this even happened. But what are you hearing about his future? I mean, you're a man who's in the know. What are you thinking that could potentially happen with him? I'm sure that uh, his agent, and I'm told that his agent, Jorge Mendes, will be ready to, to try to find uh, some opportunities because now it's normal that uh, Ten Hag a few days ago said that he can't on Cristiano Ronaldo till the end of the season. It's absolutely normal to say that, uh, but it's also important to mention that Jorge Mendes spent the whole summer to try and find a, a solution for, for Cristiano. It was not possible, as we mentioned many times. It was with Atletico Madrid. Uh, it was with uh, uh, many clubs in England too. Chelsea with Thomas Tuchel saying, no, we don't want Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, same happened with other clubs like Bayern. They are not going to sign in players in January, Salih Amizic said, the sporting director, a few days ago. And so 
it's not going to be easy to find a solution because January market is never so easy. And another key part of Domino is that Manchester United, if they let Cristiano go, they will need to find a new striker because with Cristiano out, with Anthony Martial, with many injuries, they will need a new striker in January. And it's not easy to find a striker at Manchester United level in the January market. So there are many points to, to touch on this Cristiano Ronaldo story, but for sure Jorge Mendes will try to find a solution in January. At the moment it's too early, but keep an eye on May United because if Cristiano will go, they have to find a striker. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I can't wait to hear some news from you as well. Maybe a potential. Here we go. Uh, we've got a comment from Matt Osman. He says, Ten Hag handled this Ronaldo situation perfectly. I think we can both agree with that. Ten Hag is doing it his way. I'm very impressed with that. But one last question I've got for you, Fabrizio, before we move on from Cristiano Ronaldo. You know, obviously, he wants to play Champions League football. He's a superstar. We get that. But it is a potential, you know, as he gets older uh, in his career, that maybe he starts to look at other markets where potentially he sees advertisement dollars, he sees marketing dollars I mean I'm thinking Major League Soccer I'm thinking potentially moving to the Saudi League or over to Japan or somewhere like that where he is really marketable is that possible? I think possible, yes, but the reality is that in August uh, from what I'm told he received a crazy proposal but really crazy crazy bid from a Saudi club and he decided to say no I want to continue in Europe and it was Few months ago so uh, he was really convinced on saying I, I want to continue here I want to stay in Europe in top European leagues and so he feels he's still ready to make an impact in the best leagues in the world to play in the Champions League so this is why I think it's going to be difficult in January to go for that kind of solution but never say never in football as of now Cristiano is still convinced that he can do it in Europe at the best level and so I think it's not going to be it's not going to be an easy one and I agree with, uh, with our friend Matt on Eric Ten Hag. I think he did very well. And there is an important point also that it's not just Eric Ten Hag, but in this case, Manchester United board and Eric Ten Hag were really together on this, uh, on this Cristiano issue. Uh, and this is not something uh, uh, to be underestimated because I think it happened in the past that some managers had some ideas, not about Cristiano, but also on other topics. And the board had different kind of ideas. In this case, they are together. Eric Ten Hag is together with the board, is working together with the board. And this is really important, I think, because it's Cristiano Ronaldo Ronaldo is not a normal player. So I think this is a positive news for Manchester United in a big issue with Cristiano Ronaldo. To enjoy with the man himself, Fabrizio Romano, you're watching House of Champions. Let's turn our attention to Aston Villa. They fire Steven Gerrard. Wow. I mean, obviously, there have been criticisms in the direction of Steven Gerrard, but what are you expecting as a replacement for him? What are you hearing, Fabrizio? I mean, he had two wins from 11 Premier League games. They had a fantastic win this weekend, Aston Villa. But what are you hearing as a potential replacement? Who's in there? It's not an easy moment for the English clubs to find the right managers, you know, because the same happened with Wolves. Wolves uh, fired their manager and then they decided to stick with the current uh, caretaker manager till the end of the year and then in January we will see. Uh, it's not easy also for Aston Villa because they wanted Mauricio Pochettino, this is true, they approached Mauricio Pochettino uh, right after sacking uh, Steve Gerrard, but it's mm -hmm. almost impossible, from what I'm told. They are still dreaming of Pochettino, but Pochettino wants to wait. He wants to wait for different kind of project of opportunities. The same he said to Nice when they approached him in, in September. He said, I prefer to wait. I don't want to uh, to accept right now. So I think it's going to be really difficult to convince Mauricio Pochettino for uh, Aston Villa. I will keep an eye on Ruben Amorim because uh, the sporting manager is really appreciated by Aston Villa. 
but it's not easy at this point of the season. He's doing a great job with sporting, with many young talents. There is a project for the future. So it's not an easy one. It's really complicated. This is why, for example, Wolves decided to wait a bit instead of yeah. uh, meeting with people for the whole, uh, for the whole uh, October and November, probably. And they decided to wait a bit. Aston Villa at the moment is not an easy one. It's not an easy one. Today we have a lot of rumors on Unai Emery, but also Unai is really focused on Villarreal job, which, remember, he turned down Newcastle job uh, with the new owners to, to stay at Villarreal because he's big power into the club and so it's not going to be easy but Aston Villa are on it I think in the next two three days it will be clear what about Steven Gerrard I mean this is a crazy situation for what was a world-class footballer there's no mistake in the talent that Steven Gerrard has as a footballer but being a manager for Brito is a completely different animal I mean what are you expecting for him now what does he do in his career does he even have a, a shout of getting back in the Premier League or maybe does he have to drop down to the championship what's your personal opinion now I think he will have a chance again in the in the Premier League. This is my feeling because he's really respected by the players, you know. And I always yeah. think that the managers, uh, the opinions of the players on the managers is really important to understand their future. And it's true that it was a really unlucky season for Aston Villa. It's also important to mention that they signed a fantastic player like Diego Carlos. I always mention him because I really like him. It was a great yeah. signing and uh, he was immediately injured. And so it's not easy eh? also to, to handle with these injuries, with a complicated situation. And of course, he has his own responsibilities. But all the players are, are speaking very well of, uh, of Steven Gerrard. And I think this is a very good point for him to restart by Premier League club. So my feeling is that he will have another chance maybe next season. I hope so, and that's for sure. I mean, he's such a fantastic player. Obviously, we recognise he's a good human being as well, and let's hope he has some success when he does take that next job. All right, as we have been doing recently, we have turned attention to a lot of youngsters who are competing in the Champions League. Another one that you have mentioned time and time and time again on the podcast has been Josko Gvardiol, the 20-year-old centre-back. He's already got 12 caps for Croatia, simply outstanding and I must remind everybody that Leipzig paid what 20 million euros for him from Dinamo Zagreb what is he worth now what is your opinion of him and what is a potential destination as to where he could end up my opinion is top top player but really top player because it's not about the quality of centre-back he's also a leader and he's a super young player and to be a leader for a centre-back is really really important he's left-footed and it's really difficult to find left-footed centre-backs on the market really complicated yeah. this is why he's so attractive to many so Premier League clubs uh, during the summer there was strong interest by Manchester City he wasn't the least at Manchester City he wasn't the least at Tottenham but he was too expensive uh, and so this is why Man City and Tottenham decided to uh, to wait and not to make any bid. Chelsea decided to go for a different strategy because Chelsea, uh, before the end of the market, they tried to sign Josko Gvardiol for summer 2023. So to sign him immediately and then to let him stay one season on loan to, to Leipzig. This was yeah. the plan. They made a proposal. It was a proposal around 80 million euros. This is a very big proposal. But Leipzig decided to wait to extend this contract and to turn down the proposal. So no agreement between Chelsea and Leipzig. I see some rumors around saying that it will happen like Kunku, that there is an agreement in place between Chelsea and Leipzig. From what I'm told, as of now, there is still no agreement between Chelsea and Leipzig on Guardiola. It's true that the player is still on Chelsea list. It's true that they want him and they consider him a top player for the future. But the race is still open. So Chelsea are there. They're still in contact with people close to Guardiola and with uh, Leipzig as they have an excellent relationship. So he's a top target for Chelsea, but he's not yet a done deal. So open race and I'm really curious to see what happens because the price will be really important. 
Well, you have his big game against Real Madrid on Tuesday, then the price tag could go even higher as well. Everybody you're watching House of Champions, please make sure you take a minute to like and subscribe. Don't just ask questions, but if you've got a question for Fabrizio, please drop it in the comments as much as possible. Uh, Christina's asking about Cristiano Ronaldo to Chelsea. Before we go to break, Fabrizio, Cristiano to Chelsea, is that a shout there? At the moment, there is nothing, honestly. It's something that was really concrete in uh, in June, because the end of June, because Todd Bowley was really tempted by this possibility. And as I mentioned before, Thomas Tuchel said, no way, uh, he didn't want Cristiano Ronaldo at Chelsea. But let's see now what happens. As of now, there is nothing between May United and Chelsea or Chelsea and Jorge Mendes. But it's still October, so we have to keep everything open for, for Cristiano. All right, let's take a quick break. More to come from the one and only Fabrizio Romano when we return. Keep those questions coming in. It's your turn next. I'll get as many out to Fabrizio as possible. House of Champions will be right back after this quick break. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Just a reminder, you're watching House of Champions, but I just want to let you all know Paramount Plus Champions League team led by the one and only Kate Abdo will be coming to you live on Tuesday and Wednesday on site in Brooklyn and New York. Yes, that is right. Destination Brooklyn. House of Champions team will also be on site for some pregame activities and also we'll have a little bit of a post-game recap show after Kate and the crew completely wrap up. It'll be, of course, Nigel Rio Coker. I'll have uh, J- James Bench with me. I'll have Jonathan Johnson with me all live from New York. That'll be immediately following Destination Brooklyn with Kate Abdo and her wonderful Champions League team. If you're looking for a month-free Paramount Plus action, yes, that's right. P-Plus, they have a one-month free trial. The offer code is UEFA22. Scan the QR code on screen or follow the link in the description and make sure you get yourself a month-free action. P plus Champions League. There's all many, many years to go. So make sure you get up on board, enjoy your free month, but then join on for the rest of the Champions League campaign and many, many more years to come as well. It's Ian Joy with the legendary Fabrizio Romano. You're watching House of Champions. Now, my producer, Des, he wanted to throw this question in for you, and I've got to ask you, Fabrizio. Uh, obviously, it was crazy what happened last night. Boca, once again, champions. River helped Boca to lift the title yesterday. Rumors about Marcelo Gallardo. Now, this is a, a player or a coach now who I know actually played against him when he was at DC United, oh, believe it or not. Wow. He, he scored against me, Fabrizio, and I lost the game wow, 4-1. Wow, wow. Good story, yeah? 
He's not my best friend, but what a great player he was. I'll tell you that much. But he's yes. also a very good coach for Bezio. What could potentially happen with his future? I know his contract runs out at River at the end of the year. Yes, he will leave River as he announced it. So we have to keep an eye on him for European clubs. At the moment, I'm told that there is still nothing. Also, people close to him confirm that he wants to take some time to understand uh, about the next step. It's going to be a really important one, you know, because he did an incredible job with River Plate. Really, really incredible. Was a bit unlucky yesterday night, but at the same point, uh, what he did for, for River Plate will, will remain in the history, a legend of the club. But now to move from River Plate to European football is a really important step. You have to pick the best project. You have to pick the best team also for the ideas he has. There are very clear ideas. He reminds me of Antonio Conte as kind of manager. So with wow. very clear ideas, with great intensity. Uh, also, um, he loves to win. He's obsessed with winning. And this is something that reminds me of Antonio Conte. And Antonio Conte was really smart in picking the right clubs at the right moment for his career. Uh, for example, he joined Juventus when Juventus were seventh in the leagues uh, in the league, and he won the Serie A in the following season. So it's really important to pick the best step at the right moment. And this is why Gachardo will take some time. But I love this manager, and I'm sure that if he will do the right choices, he's going to become a top top manager also in Europe. I wonder if you'll have some competition from the Mexican Federation because what I'm hearing for Pizio is that Mexico obviously are wanting to try and maybe attract the best coaches as possible. Is it possible that Mexico could potentially just snag a deal for him and keep him away from going to Europe? Yes, uh, Mexico and also MLS clubs eh? because there are many clubs there that are trying to approach Marcelo Gachardo. He's waiting. Eh? At the moment, I'm told that he's waiting. He wants to understand if there will be some possibility. For example, I can tell you that um, one year ago when Barcelona decided to go for Xavi as for choice, Xavi was under contract with Al Sadd and so they were not 100% sure uh, about the situation of Xavi if they were able to free him and, and bring him in as new Barca manager. And Marcelo Gachardo was in the list together with Roberto Martinez. It was Roberto Martinez, Marcelo Gachardo and Xavi. Of course, Xavi was the priority, but uh, you can see that European clubs know very well about him, know about his leadership, his ideas. And so I think he wants to wait a bit uh, and understand if there will be some opportunity maybe, uh, maybe after the World Cup. You're watching House of Champions. It's Fabrizio Romano with Ian Joy, and we are going to get to your questions. Keep the questions coming in. We've got about three minutes left for Fabrizio. Let's get to one right here from Meek Billy. He says, any news on Anthony to Chelsea, which is a little bit of an interesting question right there. No, no, no. It's, it's something that, you know, <laughs> no, I wanted to say because I, I maybe I understand what he means. He means that Chelsea wanted Anthony. And I can tell you that Chelsea were mm, informed on the situation of Anthony, but they never made any bid. They never negotiated with, uh, with Ajax. So it was just an interest, nothing else. It was May United who were obsessed with Anthony. They signed Anthony. They were super happy with Anthony. And so I think Anthony will stay at May United for a long, long time. We got a great one from Oscar. He says, is Real Madrid going to change their policy and go after a transfer in January? They are, basically, what he's asking is, are they going to be active in the transfer window when it comes to this winter? What do you think? I think it depends on the opportunities because at the moment they are always focusing, as always, uh, as he means, in their policy. They're focusing on the summer transfer market. But Real Madrid also are also smart in some moments to understand if there are opportunities. For example, remember of Camavinga. When they signed Camavinga, the plan was to sign Camavinga the following summer for free. Then they understood that they had the chance to pay 30 million euros uh, and to sign Camavinga immediately, to have Camavinga for one more season and to make sure they, are going to sign, they were going to sign him and not having any hijack from other clubs. And so opportunities is the word. And when you have a World Cup in the middle of the season... Keep an eye on the situation. As of now, there is nothing in negotiations for players joining Real Madrid in January, but let's see after the World Cup. 
Mazid's got a question right here. He first and foremost said, Hi, Fabrizio. Please tell me about Jeremy Fringpon's situation, but also said Jeremy Fringpon to Manchester United in January? Question, question mark. Now, this is a talented player, Fabrizio. A lot of rumors around him. Very good player. He scored in the weekend. Uh, very, very good player. It's not easy to find right backs on the market, and he's one of the best. So, uh, Manchester United sent their scouts to follow him. He's a player they know very well. Manchester United want a new right back because they basically only have Diogo Dalot in that position, who is doing great, but they need to create also some competition. They are busy with many games, and so it's normal to have and to want another player. We know that Serginho Dest was the target at the end of the market, but Juan Bissaka was not leaving the club. So, if Juan Bissaka will leave Manchester United in January, I think Jeremy Frimpong is one of the players they have in the list, not the only one. All right, one more question we got. Chelsea, go back for Edson Alvarez after the World Cup. That one comes from Sean Chelsea FC. A lot of Chelsea questions coming in here. Edson Alvarez obviously doing very well right now. Champions League, I think it's obviously important for him to perform well. After the World Cup, if he has a good World Cup, he could go anywhere. I think it could be an option. It could be an option. As of now, there are no negotiations. And also, it's important to mention Ajax eh, in these stories because Ajax already lost important players during the summer. Of course, Alessandro, Anthony, Gravenberg, Mazraoui. And so it's not easy for, for Ajax to sell one more top player uh, during the season. Uh, also because it's not an easy season for Ajax at all. But for sure, for Chelsea, is a player they appreciate. He was really appreciated by Thomas Tuchel. So let's see if now with new directors and with new managers, it will be the same kind of feeling. But for sure, he's a player they, they like. All right, last question from Steve Biambi. Just came in. It says, hello, Fab. What do you think about Endrick? Where do you see him going in the future? Now, this is a very young kid, obviously well-spoken about. And by, by the way, I watched him play the other day there, Fabrizio, and this kid is unbelievable uh, for such a young a beast. player. He's wow. a beast. I agree with you. He's a beast. What's possible? Beast. Trust me, uh, Steve, uh, who sent the question. Uh, I will tell you something in the next month because as of today, October, Trust me, clubs from France, PSG, clubs from Spain, Real Madrid and Barcelona, clubs from England, the best clubs from England, they are all fighting to sign Hendrik. But trust me, it's like seven, eight clubs in contact with people close to the player, in contact with uh, the family, in contact with Palmeiras. So it's a crazy fight for this boy. Now it's too early to say because in, it's really about the conversations and he can't leave Brazil until he's 18. So it will take some time. He extended a contract with Palmeiras in July with a new release clause, 60 million euros. But there is a crazy fight. Really crazy, crazy fight. So let's see. I'm intrigued. I'm going to be watching that situation very closely, waiting for a here we go as soon as we get the opportunity. Our 20 minutes are up with Fabrizio. Fabrizio, we cannot thank you enough. You're an absolute legend. We appreciate you. Keep on following Fabrizio across all of his social media platforms. Anytime there is breaking news, Fabrizio breaks it first. So make sure you're following him. He's also with us every Monday. We try to get him on Wednesdays when there's no Champions League as well. But this is a busy man. And one of the reasons why is because he's best in the business. Thank you so much, Fabrizio. Thank you. Thank you as always. My pleasure. And uh, see you soon here on House of Champions. All right. Thanks, everybody out there for watching House of Champions. Make sure you take a minute to leave us a rating and a review on your favorite podcast platform. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Also available as video. So subscribe to us on YouTube. House of Champions will be back tomorrow. Champions League. Let's go. Thanks, Fab. Ciao.